Hello and welcome to Whispering Moon Tarot. This is my Taurus season message. Um, you know, that was a lot of content that went out on Friday. So, you know, I'm tired. <laughs> I love you guys. Love you guys. I know this is my own self-imposed, you know, um, expectation. You know, um, but... I need to, like, go easy on myself, and so do you. You guys need to go easy on yourselves, too. Because I'm sitting here, and I'm like, it's fucking Saturday at 1, and you haven't even done Sunday's shit. It's like, last week got away from me, and then those two hours, and then, you know, blah, blah, blah. And, yeah, you know. I'm just sitting here looking at my goddamn to-do list. And this morning, I knocked out a huge thing. I got my entire, I'm taking Winston to Orlando. I'm so goddamn fucking excited. I can hardly wait. And so I had planned the trip from top to bottom. I lived there for two years, so I was like, you know, I wanted to, like, kill it, you know, but also really affordably. <laughs> got everything in there. Got every, we got all the magic. All the magic's in there. Uh, but anyway, so, you know, you, there's these moments, like, you're thinking when you have a kid, like, I just want to give my kid one, ex you know, one excellent, excellent memory, you know. I didn't go to Disneyland as a kid. Um, went to Cedar Point, did all that kind of stuff. I did not go to Disneyland. I was a third kid. My sister, again, uh, you know, severely autistic, lots of behaviors, could not do crowds. We weren't going on a family vacation to Walt Disney World. We weren't. We weren't. <laughs> it wasn't happening. She went later uh, with some uh, caregivers, and, she, you know, she went and had a good time once. They tried to do it again. She wouldn't even leave the hotel. They had to, they had to come back the very next day. She wouldn't even step foot out of the hotel after they got there. <laughs> but she still wears the goddamn bracelet from the souvenir shop. Uh, that was one, the other trip was they just made it to the souvenir shop. <laughs> That's autism. Severe autism is, uh, you know, um, it's difficult because when they when they put their heels in, you're, there's nothing you can do because there's just nothing you can do. I remember this one time I was in the airport, and God, I don't remember where. It might have been Orlando. <sighs> I feel like it, I, it was. I feel like it was a vacation, or maybe it was. I have no fucking clue. I've been over. I've been all over the fucking place. I can't remember, but I was sitting. It was a late flight. It was my last connecting home, and um, I'm sitting there. And this and this family of about seven comes in and sits. They all sit right next to me. They all come in. And it's like, okay. I'm like, I'm all alone in this corner. And this entire family comes in. And just, I'm like, oh, gosh, okay. Um, <clears throat> and then they look exhausted. And the child sitting next to the mother is about 12 or 13. And I hear the speaker go off. And I watch this kid's reaction to it. And I was like, fuck, that kid's on. I know it just the, like the moment he the, the moment that pitch hurt like hit something like you could tell it like shook him in, like internally like he was all like I then I looked at him I'm like oh my god this kid's already at breaking point emotionally people don't understand that about autism they're so goddamn sensitive that's the best way to describe it imagine everybody has a um I was like, I want to see a full metal jacket. 
fucking crazy. But like, uh, you know, like a, imagine everybody is in a bubble of iron as they walk around energetically speaking. Okay. Everybody's all self-contained. It would take a lot to make that person upset. You got to really shake it up. Right. And, and all this, uh, noise, light activity, all that doesn't even filter in. They look, they're looking through this tiny little viewfinder out the middle of their iron ball. And that's what they're taking in right now is that view. Okay. And so they're in this really dark, that's a normal person's actual sensory input is much more focused and much more protected. The best way for me to describe autism is imagine that that bubble was gone and that's all you ever had was that bubble of iron and darkness and this light and the, and the viewfinder, that's it, right? And then imagine that now you have all these elements coming at you and how sensitive you would feel. You know, babies, when they come out of the womb, have a very similar kind of reaction. They're crying all the time. You know what I mean? It's their actual, and their brains have so many neurons. You're born with trillions and trillions of neurons, and they all die, and, you, and we all finally die at old age with our last brain cell, right? It's true. We're all working down to our last brain cell. And so your kids, are, uh, babies especially, are super sensitive because they have all their active, they can like, whip up an electrical storm in their head so quickly, right? And autism is the same way. So anyway, I'm sitting there and I, you know, and I can just feel the family because <laughs> it's like, it's like sitting there with my own family traveling. And yes, the reason I'm sitting over in the quiet corner and they came over and sat like, like there's this whole, this whole fucking place whole airport I'm like sitting in the back corner here I'm just waiting quietly for my connecting flight they were on a plane with me and they just <laughs> crazy anyway I was sitting there I talked to mom uh, for a second I said he's autistic huh and she's like yeah I'm like yeah yeah long day huh and she's like yeah that was all we said that was the only thing I said to that woman um <clears throat> yeah and watched him start rocking. I was like, fuck. <laughs> oh, shit. That's the thing. Like, when you have someone like that, you're like, when they're hitting rocking, they're like, oh, my God. They're just trying to fucking, all right, I'm dealing with it. I'm dealing with it. I'm dealing with it. But I'm completely overstimulated. And traveling with autism is extremely difficult for people. It's amazing. You know, even myself, like, I, I love to travel. I have no problem traveling. Um, but you know, because I have, um, you know, I have traveled with the stress of that extra stress of someone who can't handle any stress, <laughs> you know, you, there's an aspect of it where, you know, you plan in this, like I find myself, it's really weird when I do this. I don't, you know, it's like I'm planning something and I'm like, all right, let's like plan in some desensory time here. And it's like, I'm like, I appreciate that. You know what I mean? I get, I get through my whatever. I, I execute my plan. I'm like, I really appreciate the fact that I put this time here for myself. And I realize it's like everybody actually needs that. So many people are so used to like constant sensory. And they're completely oblivious to it, <clears throat> how intrusive it is. I have this round with my son. I'm like, I get to a point in the day. I'm like, I don't want noise. <laughs> I don't want any noise on you're going to watch a YouTube 
I love you. I want to snuggle. We've been snuggling for hours already. Do you mind putting on headphones? Because I need, like, quiet. You know, and a lot of people get like that, especially the older generations are used to much more quiet. We live in a world where everything's fucking noisy. I don't know why I'm going into this, but it was just interesting aspects as I'm like, you know, because I've had to plan, I've planned trips with my sister and without my sister. It's a completely different experience, you know. Like you have to be ready to um, evacuate or, you know, eject plan A in a second when you're dealing with that kind of energy. It's amazing. So anyway, <clears throat> back on track. We'll talk about Taurus. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. When I, I am drinking, when I drink, I'm a little bit more, I got a little bit more phlegm going on. I apologize. Like when I listen back to those sex tarots, I'm like, the only difference between those sex tarots is the ones that I'm drinking. I'm more phlegmy. It's <laughs> the only difference, really. Okay, let's talk about Taurus. I am a Taurus rising. Um, my mother is a Taurus. And one of my best friends is a Taurus. Oh my God, I love them. They're the most dependable fucking people in the world. You want a friend you can count on and go find a Taurus. Really, everybody should have a bull in their corner. Yeah, seriously, why, what does it hurt? That bull will actually um, charge something for you. You know what I mean? It will go and it will obliterate whatever's in your way if you need it to. Like that bull is there to help you. Um, you know, you think how many times, like what would people do without the oxen, horses, the pole, everything. And uh, you, you can thank a lot of our civilizations to, to that kind of power. Um, but they are incredibly stubborn and that's what makes them so dependable. You know, they get both ends of it. They're like, oh, so loyal, so dependable, but you're fucking stubborn. It's like, yeah, well, you can't have one without the other. You know what I mean? You have to have that person that's like, I love you, and I love you no matter what a piece of shit you are today or tomorrow. And, like, I love my mom. My mom's like, you know, she's dealt with me. I'm not a morning person. I actually am now, but I used to not be. And uh, so she's dealt with me being cranky ass fucking shit for like two hours in the morning. Um, and still loves. <laughs> she still loves all of us. Look at what me and my sisters have been been for her, and she still loves us. If she wasn't a Taurus, I don't know if she would. I don't know if she would. Um, they're extremely trustworthy. Like I said, they're practical. Taurus season is a second house of possessions. And so there's an aspect of a, a Taurus that, um, you know, they're going to protect their possessions and their assets. They're going to think about their assets. Um, they're also very good at numbers. Like my mom can do numbers in her head. I've always been jealous of the fact of how well my mom can add in her head. It drives me crazy. Like I'm sitting there with her. We're working and she's like, these are huge numbers. I'm like, how are you doing this in your head? I'm like, I need to hold on, write that down. Now my dyslexic, I got to repeat it. Is that the right number? Okay. Now I can start the process of actually adding two numbers. <laughs> she's over here within seconds, but, uh, she was taught math in tens, which is pretty much what core math is. You know what I mean? And that's the difference. I wasn't taught core math. My mom was. That was the process of however she was taught it when she was young. Uh, but I always have, I, when I'm with my mom, I'm like, just add it up, mom. 
She's like, okay. And she, I'm like, I see. Like, I love it. They're like calculators. Seriously, I don't know a Taurus. Like, I'm a Taurus rising, so half my calculator's broken probably. But go ask a Taurus to add two large numbers and watch them add. It's amazing. I bet you they all can do it. They're all about money and work. They know the value. They know the ratio. <clears throat> They're all about daily routines and habits. That also keeps them stubborn. Amazing work ethics. <clears throat> it's why the two cards in the deck that are for Taurus are the Hierophant and the Empress. The Hierophant is about um, path, uh, ritual, purpose, commitment to a higher good, Commitment to God, tradition. It's a spiritual leader, a hierophant, pope. And then we have, uh, you know, it's all about spiritual guidance. And then we have the empress, which is all about physical comfort, nurturing, the outdoors, growth, marriage, children. The empress is this amazing card of dependability. So here you have in Taurus, um, as far as what is um, viewed in tarot, as two of the most beautiful cards in tarot, the Empress and the Hierophant, being committed uh, to your path purpose and to that of to love and nurture and to create, um, you know, whatever you wish to birth. And the Empress is all about birthing of new ideas. It can be birthing children. It could be birthing projects. It could be birthing uh, homes. You know what I mean? The Empress falls under anything that you create from nothing with just love and, de and dedication. Extremely faithful sign, a very monogamous sign, very conventional and predictable. And it is about procreation. And those are all aspects that are important, especially you think about this time of year. This is a huge mating season, especially for all the birds. Um, you go outside and listen to frogs. What do you think they're all singing to? What do you think they're doing? What do you think they're all, what do you think all this activity going on around you is about right now? What do you think? Do you think all them birds are just doing their, th no, they are, you know, they're all getting all romantic, finding their partner, singing and croaking all night long. <laughs> they seriously are. Um, so, you know, this is a season of growth. So I'm not, I mean, this is just a Sunday message. Okay. I'm not doing fucking readings for everybody. I feel like I should, but I'm going to do an overall reading. I'll be back next week. Don't expect that many sex tarot and love notes to be that long next week. I'm hoping that whatever, I'm just going to throw out a few things. I don't expect much on Friday um, because I'm going to be going through the 12 love zodiacs. I don't think I've like done those like love zodiacs for two months. Okay. I did that in the general. So we're all due for um, a private esque love reading. Are we not? So let's do that. Uh, so like I said, don't expect too much on Friday because I'll be working through those 12 zodiacs next week. I have a few appointments too, which always throws them up. Always throws them up behind. I gotta get my hair cut. It's driving me crazy. <laughs> All right.
It's it's wanting, okay, this is a side note. I'm going to get into each of these cards, but I'm going to take these three cards because they fell out together right at the end, and it's just a quick little message. It's saying that you really need to surrender and release any emotion or attachment you have to, if you don't have a soulmate, to finding a soulmate, to go ahead and release that energy of not worrying about it during this period. I know I just got done saying like all the birds and animals are out there stressing about trying to find a mate and blah, blah, blah. Are they going to get their young in this season? Look, you aren't made to make babies every fucking uh, uh, spring, are you? No, just relax. We're on a completely different time frame to them. <laughs> you don't need to be worrying about all that, getting that shit in in time. Just let that fucking chill, right? Um, so yeah, like release the idea of this soulmate into enchantment. This is my card of. <clears throat> I can take enchantment a few ways because of the word enchantment, enchant, the chant aspect of it. You know, it could be, you know, leaving it to, there's magic, something enchanted. Um, I don't know if this, I could read that as needing to release yourself from some kind of enchantment, some kind of spell, some kind of wish for a soulmate maybe there is an aspect the moment you let go of shit shit comes and it's really hard to do that so i don't know if that's just leaning that but there's like this aspect of leave it to let leave room for magic there's this i don't want to go into it right now but there's this um weird i think it's rosicrucian uh it's this monument out in the middle of georgia Okay, like quite a few hours outside of Atlanta. Uh, Georgia Guidestones. And it's like some fucking person put it there, right? <laughs> All these language. And it's supposedly for the end of the world. And the very last thing is leave room for nature. And it says it twice. Anytime you repeat something twice, it's an interesting message. Leave room for nature. Leave room for nature. Because it's telling them when the... The, the whole po the whole point of the guidestones is that there's an extinction event, and it's t it's telling you how people how to read how to reboot. And it's like keep the population under here, and it's like all these just it's just guidance. It's just all the all the guidance that is on the Georgia guidestones is good guidance. Excuse me, I hate pizza so onions. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's just good guidance, right? So anyway, I like to say leave room for magic. Everybody, like you don't want to believe, like, but there is, there is synchronicity and that is magic. When things just work out, right place, right time, right mind frame. I always say that this is, um, I'm having, why am I all, reboot, did I just get rebooted? Um. This is why I'm not doing a bunch of shows. Um, fried. This is the sound of fried. Okay. <laughs> so, like animals, especially predators. Yeah, they're looking out for supper. Okay. Um, they're looking out for supper. Yeah, that's the purpose. But they're not like forcing it. They're there's they know they can't do anything. They're gonna go find a place and wait. Right. Hope. Right. But they always are on the lookout. 
right? They have their head up. They are aware. And that is when you are able to catch uh, amazing opportunities that come to you. So there's this aspect of um, being on the prowl, right, where you are aware. And so that would then be the best advice, right? Leave room for magic. Be aware. So if a snack comes by, you can grab it, right? All right. Truth and integrity. Body, care, and freedom. Let's begin. Let's talk about truth and integrity. What does spirit want to say about truth and integrity? Oh, it's going to come out the gate with manipulation. Hmm. Seeing that truth and integrity will always free you from manipulation. Sooner or later, um, the universe always comes in and stands next to integrity, right? So no matter what manipulation you go through or experience, um, it's reminding you to stay lighthearted because the universe will uh, come and break you free as long as you are standing in your own truth and integrity. Um, and it looks like this, this energy of dissatisfaction is going to change when you realize it was worth the wait and the time. So, you know, again, you got this stubborn. Taurus is bad about this too. They wanted it yesterday. Um, that's another thing that keeps them going. Sorry, my phone is just... All right. Um, that's half the problem. <laughs> I'm like all distracted. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, that's the whole aspect here. Is that, yeah, you're sad, and yeah, you wanted it yesterday, and yes, you're frustrated, and that's another aspect of the Taurus. You know, if you're not where you want to be, you're going to be upset. You're going to be stressed out. You're going to, you know, have that kind of energy about you. But... You're going to come to a realization that, again, truth and integrity are something that take time. It takes time to prove that, to prove integrity. And integrity is the only thing that stands the test of time. Integrity is proved by time. The integrity of something. How long will it last? Time. So integrity is all linked within time and consistency, and that is such a wonderful aspect of Taurus. And it's reminding you to stand in your truth no matter what manipulation you feel on you or you, that comes through other people to you and remain lighthearted and keep moving towards what you want because this energy will come in from out um, bringing some change and then you will realize that even though you were sad it was worth all the wait and the time it took to get there right? hopefully body care <clears throat> some action that it's wanting you to take it's really sorry but you have a backache <laughs> really sorry about your backache but you need to take some kind of action about it. Um, yeah, and it's it's destined for you to do so. There's something wrong uh, with what you're carrying on your back right now. You're keeping it to yourself. <sighs> but you have pain. Yeah, something... <sighs> 
makes you grumpy. Okay, you need to take action. I'm really sorry, but you have a boo-boo on your back. Something like it could be back pain. It could be back strain. There's something happening with your back and you're not taking care of it. And it's continuing to get worse. All right. And it's, it's saying if you leave it alone, it's going to hurt more. And it's going to become sharper of a pain. So whatever is going on with your back, you need to go and do something about it. All right. Um, okay, great thing. I have a lot of back pain. <laughs> I get it. I'm working on mine constantly. Um, float tanks. Okay, if you have no float deprivation float tanks around you, go look. They're, you know, they're about $40 for an hour. They're really great. They take all the pressure off your spine. It's really great to go float. Um, you can get the same effect, not to the same extent, um, by having a pool membership. I know COVID, but whatever. If you get, go get your vaccine so you can go swimming and shit. Yeah, you know what I mean? I mean, you don't have any fun this summer? Go get your vaccine, right? So um, I would recommend Pfizer. Everything's okay. And you want to know why? Because when this fucking shit comes down in a year and the lawsuits start fucking rolling in, who do you think's going to fucking be able to hold up and pay that shit? I'm, I'm going, if I'm going to put my money on a class action suit making me money, it's going to be against Pfizer. <laughs> Personally, I don't fucking give it, but you know what I mean? My parents did also stomach it well. So if your parents stomach a certain um, vaccine well, I would go with that too because you have similar genetics. Um, anyway, there's this back pain. So, okay, back pain. So deprivation tanks are great. They do release a lot. And plus you can have a really great uh, spiritual experience while you do that. Massage. Yes, it helps. It helps a lot. Uh, if you can afford it, right? Um, chiropractors, sometimes your insurance might cover it. You would look into that. That shit helps. I have never actually. That's to be honest. If I'm ha if I'm talking to myself, if I'm listening to this back for myself, I just told myself you need to go ahead and make that chiropractor appointment already. All right, and get your neck fucking dealt with. I'm like, okay. So I just told that. To <laughs> I do need to do that. So if your insurance covers chiropractor, go check that out. Um, okay. Uh, again, pool membership. Any kind of floating helps. Uh, release all that pressure on your spine. Anytime you can get yourself in that kind of position, it takes the gravity off. It's good. Plus, it's good exercise. Walking is good exercise as well. Um, but if you're already in a lot of pain, you should be chilling out. Heat, moist heating pads. You can get one for about $50 on Amazon. It's important, important for it to be moist because if you get a regular heating pad, it will dry out and make it worse. The moist heating pad actually helps keep that. It's just better. It's better all the way around. It's worth the money. Uh, Epsom salt baths, excellent way to help with back pain. Uh, do that regularly, you know. Uh, a lot of times you can get those like two for, you know, two for one at Walmart. They, they have a deal pretty pretty good at those. Um, let's see here. You can do stretches, yogas, all that kind of stuff, but you should have whatever is causing the pain looked at and dealt with medically just to see before you go exercising or stretching. Okay. Um, you need to realize back pain, um, 
you're a bunch of strings inside your body, okay? <laughs> and like, there's different types of strings. There's ligaments, there's tendons, there's muscles, and some of those only hook to some, some of those only hook to bones, and some of those only hook to muscles. And then you have this whole fascia tissue that covers it all kind of like this protective layer. And that protective layer can harden over time and age, okay, especially over um, pain. And then you have scar tissue. Oh, my gosh, did you get in an accident? Was there something that happened to you that caused you body trauma? You will have scar tissue from that. Those things can all be helped with heat and massage, um, and think about all these things as you are kind of knotted up. Okay. So you don't want to go, when you think about someone just handed you a big ball of knotted rope, then let's say they're like, there's 12 ropes in that ball. <laughs> all right. Are you going to go and stretch that all out? No, it's going to make it tighter and worse. All right. It only stretch to your natural stretching comfortability. You need to melt and start to unwind the tension of those muscles. Uh, once you get into that state, then you can start working on exercise style, um, you know, health things. Okay. When you're talking about pain, um, from especially from scar tissue or past trauma or um, extreme, you know, let's say you, you know, you carry, you carried a lot of work or you work physically, uh, all those kind of things. So you need to start looking at homeopathic ways to start helping your back and neck pain. Um, this is only going to get worse and you're going to wake up and it's going to be shooting pain. All right, so whatever you got going on there, <laughs> that's it's Knight of Swords kind of pain. So you need to take care of that back pain. All right, start working through that. Um, I mean, again, I don't know if I would do any inversion, depending on it. Again, again, it depends on how bad the pain is, what's going on, and where it's all connected to. I go see an actual professional if you're in that much pain. Like I said, I, I know I need to go start to chiropractor. I'm still working through, I've been working through this shoulder injury for a long time. And just because it hurts on your left, the problem probably is on your right. So you might have all this pain down your left and there's this thing that happens with pain. Um, you get used to it or you have to function through it. And so what happens is the actual place that is really in pain is already turned off its receptors. It's already hit max pain. It's turned off its receptors. And so it's now, you're holding your body a certain way to deal with that. Now it's causing pain in your other side. And that side um, still has its pain receptors firing. So you're sitting there feeling all this pain on your left shoulder and neck thinking that's the problem when actually the knot that is actually past your pain threshold is on your right. And so that is actually where you need to start working on undoing the knots there 
and then that will translate into loosening the other actual place that you hurt, which is almost like a decoy pain, really. If you, you know, go learn about your body a little more. Everything's tied up in there. So one thing's pulling on another. Uh, my father's a doctor of osteopathy, okay? They, um, there's a whole other aspect of MDDO. DOs are taught that the body is this amazing healing machine and is always in process of trying to find its balance or homeostasis, right? And, um, you know, you can't just treat symptoms. You need to go and look for the actual cause of the pain. And then also you need to do all homeopathic, non-invasive things first. And if you, you never go into anything, of course there's emergencies, do what you got to do emergency wise, of course. But uh, a longer treatment plan will actually be more successful in the overall. So you can go take a, some pain pills, get rid of that pain on your left. Uh, you still got that problem on your right. Last one. And again, bulls and Tauruses in general will, <laughs> will connect with that message because you know it. All right, freedom. Oh my God, freedom. <laughs> Ten of Pentacles, freedom. We got family stability, the world, two of cups. <sighs> And, we, and then I have Hierophant Empress. Here's, here, here is our Taurus energy with strength. Freedom. What's the message? The stability you create in the world and with your relationships is because you are so committed to nurturing and being strong and waiting and nurturing and growing these relationships and then waiting to see when people need love and go give it to them. And this in some way is giving you some kind of freedom. And that's such a Taurus energy anyway. Tauruses will hop out of nowhere with something great for you. Oh, I get such sweet fucking gifts from her. Like, I feel like a shithead. Like, I'm so <laughs> to sit down and send my Tauruses really sweet gifts. God damn it, what's wrong with you, you know? Because I look back and I'm like, some of the sweetest things I've ever got were from my mom and from my friend, my Taurus friend. And it's just like, like out of nowhere, the sweetest, kindest thing. And you're like, fuck, that was so sweet. I'm such an asshole. I need to fucking get, I need to, and you're like, <laughs> remind yourself, remind yourself, I will. But yeah, like they're all, they're all there doing, creating this stability Creating this um, balance, committed to it, committed to nurturing, committed to the strength, committed to growing a garden, to investing in the future. And then they're at the same time, they're all watching and waiting to just jump in on a nine of cups. Yeah, I mean, if you're looking for a great partner, I, I, I can't, I, if you're looking for a great partner, Taurus is an amazing partner. Seriously, if there was one zodiac sign, yeah, they're going to be stubborn, but they're going to stubbornly love you too. 
that's how it works. All right. I feel like I only want one card to finish this up. I'm sorry. I, you know, I could do one card for each Zodiac. I've seen people do that. Like, I could, I could just ask one question, like, what should your focus be? Real quick. All right. Real quick, two cards, every sign. What, uh, focus. Um, should I just be like, focus? What should it be like, focus? <laughs> I guess focus. Uh. Oh. <clears throat> One card to describe the month or one card to describe describe what you should be focused on this month. Let's just do focus. I just, I feel like focus is better. Okay, Aries, here we go. One card to describe what Aries should focus on. Your depression. Why are you always so upset? Why is it not perfect? You're sad about it. Why won't you accept it? It's because what you really want is a dream. Okay? So how do you make that dream a reality? Taurus. Goddamn, Taurus, that always feels like it's a lose-lose situation. Stop being so stubborn. You don't have to win every war. Right? <sighs> these two people are walking off. Yeah, you... I don't know... I don't know what these fucks did. But they, they fucked with you. I get it. They fucked with you. Well, whatever. <laughs> it's your month. Happy birthday, Tauruses. Whatever you want. <laughs> Gemini. Quit being so manipulative. Oh my God, you're manipulating everyone around you. Or someone is manipulating someone close to you. This is my parental manipulation card. There's manipulation afoot. What the hell's going on? This is what you need to focus on. Either A, stopping yourself from manipulating your child or feeling manipulated by your parent um, there's some kind of energy here about manipulation that, you know, come on, Gemini, coming into your month soon. You're next. You're probably like subtly manipulating. We'll make sure you get <laughs> birthdays coming up, right? <laughs> no, none of my Geminis are really like that. I would not call any of my Geminis like that kind of manipulator. No, I wouldn't. You're definitely, maybe you just want, it could, Gemini is the kind of person that was like going to want you to have that vaccine and they're going to try to manipulate you in a million fucking ways to make sure you get that vaccine. Like they're, that's their kind of fucking role, right? Okay. Cancer, you're working on how you felt pulled apart. Possibly from even like joyous moments. You're working about resentment. You're working through past resentments about how you uh, have felt um, like the environment didn't help you. You know what I mean? Like you got pulled from something. Forces outside of you kept you from something you love. And so now you're working on that. Okay, Leo. Card for Leo. Same thing. Leo's having same issues. Same issues. You're working on, again, this is my pulling it up, pulled apart from something you love card due to uh, uh, forces outside of yourself. Okay. So you're working through maybe, you know, again, reala realizing that it's not your fault. You did the best you can. Of course, you never would have allowed that separation to happen. 
um, and you never wanted it to happen. You're dealing with some kind of energy when it comes from that. Virgo. Card for Virgo. Chariot. Okay, so you need to be working on moving. Possibly, maybe maybe you're getting a new car, putting some money into your car, or you're thinking about a trip or traveling. Uh, the chariot is here for our Virgos, so you are in movement. Maybe you are moving right now. Uh, this month will be all about movement for you. Uh, could be a trip, could be actually moving to a new place. Um, yeah, it's about successful forward momentum. All right. Libra. Oh, Libra, here's your card. Queen of Swords. You are working on boundaries this month. You are being open to people, but you are not allowing anybody to step on you or take advantage of you anymore. You are being a Queen of Swords about it. You are uh, speaking clearly what it is you want and what it is you will not accept. Scorpio. Scorpio is chariot again. Our Scorpios are in movement right now. Either you are moving, thinking about moving, uh, thinking about taking a trip or traveling. Um, this is forward progress, right? So Scorpio is on the move this month or maybe even thinking about that. Sagittarius. Ooh, Hierophant, you are thinking about commitment, possibly marriage, um, this month. You're thinking about things, uh, purpose, path, uh, higher-minded spiritual values. Uh, you could be being this dependable energy for another as well. Uh, our Sagittarius's tend to be higher-minded, uh, like philosophy energy. So you are thinking, could be thinking about religious context, um, and long story short, there's keys here. So you know what you're doing. So follow your path if, at the very end of the day. Capricorn. Ooh, ten of swords. Well, something's over. Something's over for our Capricorns. It could be back pain. It could be back referring to you got back pain too. <laughs> but this is ten of swords. So something is coming to an end. Or you're dealing with how you were backstabbed in certain situations. Or you're thinking about how many times you were stabbed in the back over a particular um, event or, again, situation. So this is Ten of Swords. Something is coming to a close for my Capricorns. Uh, you are ending a cycle uh, that had to deal with this kind of energy. Um, this particular one, you know, some of them there in the front. This one's in the back. You know what I mean? So this was not... Uh, something that was not pleasant happened to you and you are now either A, working through it, or you've had enough and maybe you're doing this to another. I'm done. That could be your energy overall for the month of Taurus. Aquarius. Aw, Aquarius. Ace of Cups. Fountain of love. The fountain of youth, right? Um, so my Aquarians are going to be thinking about love. They're going to be pouring love. You might be enjoying some time with your friends. Um, or you might be uh, meeting a new romantic partner. This is the beginning of love. Ace of Cups is the first step in the cup set. Love begins, right? Uh, so, 
Yeah. Oh my God, what's going on? I'm gonna love. I'm gonna love. Uh, love readings. Find out what's going on with our Aquarians. Oh, Ace of Cups. All right. Um, Aquarius. One, two, Pisces, 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 here we go, Pisces, Pisces, you're in denial again, <laughs> uh, my water signs, most of you are Pisces, I get the letters, what's the denial, this month's about denial, two of swords, there's a decision you do not want to make, so, your overall energy is defensive and not making a decision. Why is that? Don't make me pull another fucking card on you guys. Do you just see how well I went through all of those? What are you in two of swords? It's fucking May. It's, it's going to be fucking beautiful here. Why are you sitting in a two of swords energy? You don't know what to do. You're feeling. <sighs> Again, there's a there's a guard up here. So you got your guard up because you don't know what to do. So our Pisces are sitting here with our guards up. They don't know what to do. And they're also in denial because they've allowed themselves to be blindfolded now. So they really don't know what the fuck's going on. I'm going to have to throw one more card for our Pisces. strength could be a leo that you're dealing with um you're gonna find the strength though you the reason you are in this denial may be because you don't think that you're strong enough but you are you have the strength card here with you so you are powerful enough to make a decision decision making it decision making What's so hard when you don't have all, right? And then the decision goes on and on. And then before you know it, the decision is made by your lack of decisions. Um, what's the time, the time, there is always a time ticker on decisions, isn't there? So to me, this is almost saying you need to sit here and think about the difference between doing nothing and making a strong decision. If you're looking at how, you know, debating, um, aspects of decision making, you know, well, think about the outcome. There's something that you're not looking at or something that you're in denial of. Uh, and it has to do with you being defensive. Okay. And that might lead you to the re to the actual reason you're not making a decision. Because uh, the moment you make a decision, you step up into this Leo energy, you step up into the strength. Uh, this is harnessing your own power. So right now, you are not harnessing your own power when you are not making a decision. Okay, so there's some aspect here where you're going to need to step up from a two of swords into a strength card. Okay. So that's what the month's going to be about. Taking off your blindfold and realizing you're a lion and you don't need to hold up your sword. Right? Okay, I'm going to pull... Pull one card. I just got this. It's so cool. <laughs> the Enchanted Map. I am going to pull one last card for our set here, for all of us. Uh, something that we need 
you know, something we should all keep in mind that would be helpful in all of us for my enchanted map oracle cards. Listening. And it's a cool elephant, number 3053. And there's musical notes all over it. Okay. <clears throat> Sorry that I'm not. That was, you know, I hope that's okay. You guys just, you know, there's a show. It's Sunday. There's a show for you to listen to. That's how I'm going to start looking at this. Instead of being like, I got to have pick a cards and a full zodiac and a full element. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm just going to be like, I'm going to put something out. Half podcast, half this. And you guys don't even mind. I'm sitting here being con con too constructive, you know, too much criticism, and you guys don't even care. You're, like, sweet with whatever. I know it. I feel it. I feel your you guys' vibe is sweet. It's like, whatever. So glad to talk to you. An open heart will hear the message. Okay. When this card appears, you're being reminded that there is a time to speak and a time to be silent. Now is an occasion for listening. Pay attention not only to what is being spoken, but also what is not being said at the moment. For the deeper message is not always obvious. <laughs> Truth. Listen with your heart, not with your ears. You'll find clarity. Receiving the listening card is a fortunate sign and ensures a greater understanding of your circumstances. Yes, if you don't know what's happening and you don't know what to do, stop. Children, what's that sound? Everybody look what's going down. Yeah. Stop and listen. I'll help you figure it out. Okay? All right. Love you all. I'll be back with stuff. I'll surprise you. Bye.